Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. The House is now open for Season 3 of Merely Role Players, a programme where theatrical people play role-playing games. My name's Matt, I'll be setting the scene, and in a minute I'll introduce the company of players who'll be bringing the drama. If you're jumping on here at the start of the new season, welcome, thanks for joining us. We're all members or associates of Blackshaw Theatre, a theatre company based in South London. You can find us at blackshawonline.com. New episodes of Merely Roleplayers come out every Tuesday. Story episodes like this one every other week, with backstage episodes in between. Mostly the backstage episodes are bonus behind-the-scenes stuff for anyone who's interested in how we set up the game and create our characters. Though, if you haven't already, I really recommend checking out last week's backstage, even if you'd normally give them a miss. It's sort of a prologue, and I think it's fun to see how the backstory details the players came up with end up influencing the choice they make in this story. The games we play are all based on Simple World, which is a free game designed and published by Avery Alder. As the name suggests, it's a nice simple system that lets us keep the dice rolling and rules queries to a minimum, and focus on telling you all the story together. You can find Simple World and all of Avery Alder's games at buriedwithoutceremony.com. If you've been with us for earlier seasons, first of all, welcome back! Second of all, if you were listening back in Season 1, you might have heard me credit the Simple World game to Joe McDaldno. Turns out that was an old and now incorrect name, which is why I wanted to update that credit now. Hopefully, once we start going, you might also notice a difference in the audio quality compared to Season 2. We've been playing around a bit with the gain on the new mic since that recording session, and I think we found the sweet spot now. Finally, as always, you can find Merely Roleplayers on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at merelyroleplayers.podbean.com. If you enjoy the story, I hope you'll let us know, and maybe even recommend us to other people who might enjoy it too, just like we're about to do with another podcast you might enjoy. Uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. We gotta jump in. I'm sorry. What do you do? What do you mean jump in? You're gonna do a wild jump. You're gonna kill I us all. I don't have a choice. Oh, I'm no, sorry. This isn't good. You know what happened last time? It, we're not. I gotta go. Sorry. Oh, hold God. on, guys. We're taking fire. Just land us near a hospital. Hold on. Like what you hear? This is a small sample of the action and excitement that await you every Monday on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Download us on your favorite podcast app and join us for space opera, action, adventure, and lots and lots of console cleaning. Let the chaos begin. To my left, uh, regular player Ellie. Hello. Hello. Played in every season so far. 
Correct. And two returning players who we haven't met since season one. Uh, Strat. Hi. And Alex. Hello. And one brand new player whose name you won't have heard before. Hello, Helen. Hello. We're going to do a Western adventure this season. How's everybody feeling about that? So unbelievably excited. (laughs) (laughs) I think I speak for us all when I say yeehaw. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm excited to see how as uh, British people who are generally a bit wary of guns, we all fit into the weapon-heavy, action-heavy Western genre. I think I speak for us all when I say pew-pew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Good, me too. So shall we get started? Is everybody ready to play? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Such a reticent yes from Helen. <laughs> How are you feeling as as this as your your first go, Helen? Apprehensive, okay. but it'll be fine. Everybody else, I'm counting on you to be kind and support Helen at the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want Always. a good good supportive gaming table here. Helen's my partner. Yeah, I know everything <laughs> about everyone else, so um, I should. That, I'll you know I'll use that if I need to. So Get much leverage. To be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Helen's the one not to annoy. <laughs> Anyway, if we're all ready to play. The dawning sun is warm at your backs as your wagon crests the pass. You are a travelling theatre company. You crisscross the Wild West, bringing entertainment to the weary folks of the frontier towns. Most of those folks will never know you're also deputies of federal law enforcement, charged with drawing out the West's most wanted outlaws and serving them with justice. (laughs) Good old dollop of justice. American style. (laughs) You broke camp for the morning about an hour ago, uh, about an hour before dawn, uh, hoping to reach the town of Purity by sundown. You have uh, you have wind of a one thousand dollar dead or alive bounty last seen headed towards Purity. A thousand dollar. A thousand dollar bounty, known as Dogtooth Abe (laughs) Skellum. Wanted for Dogtooth Abe Skellum is wanted for six counts armed robbery, fourteen counts murder, myriad counts assault with a deadly weapon, two counts animal cruelty, mm. one count kidnapping, one count extortion, and one count disturbance of the peace, which you happen to know was when he raised a ruckus in a theatre. Ooh, that the is worst his, crime. Yeah, the nice. worst of his, Forget the fourteen murders. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one. That the animal cruelty. Did he have <laughs> his phone on in the theatre? There are no phones. It's the Wild West. <laughs> Did he have his tin can <laughs> string on in the theatre? <laughs> Let's say yes and more. Oh, oh. And more. He probably had Russell sweets, didn't oh, he? Oh, mate, they're oh. the worst. Yeah, he was doing audience participation when none was asked for. Oh, no! Where are you all positioned on the wagon? Who's, who, you've got two horses pulling your wagon. It's a covered wagon that also functions as your stage when you set up in a new town. Where are you all positioned this morning? I'm, I'm going to say I'm up front with, with control over the reins. <laughs> oh, God, we're all going to die. <laughs> How very dare you? <laughs> Uh, Alex is driving. So who who do we see sitting in the in the driving seat? What do what do you look like? How are you dressed? Well, I've got I've got my my blue trousers on. Those blue are trousers. my best. Yeah, 
Do they have jeans? I'll say jeans. Yeah, jeans. Famously. I don't know know how far back we're going. Jeans famously invented by cowboys. Yeah, but I don't know. I was just double checking. I Um, didn't know. It's okay. There you go. See? Thank you. So I, um, I'm wearing jeans. I'm wearing boots, uh, not with the um, no spurs. No spurs. Thank you. I'm wearing a relatively well-worn sort of white-ish shirt um, and a waistcoat that's probably sort of a, a ready brown. Um, I'm wearing not a really really tall Stetson. I'm wearing more one of those sort of wide-brimmed ones to keep the sun off my little face. And I'm wearing. What else? Have you got your the the impressive facial hair that you have in real life? Uh, yes, absolutely. I may have just got the moustache, so just the moustache, not the beard. And definitely, he's he's, he's going to have to have some form of neckerchief. I don't know what colour. I'm going to say green. Green neckerchief. Nice. Uh, Strat, you were about to tell us where you are on the wagon. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be at the back of the wagon, like legs dangling over. Like the the back of it, watching where we've come from, uh, like obsessively cleaning my pistols. And and how are you attired? So um, going to be where like my uh, I've come from overseas. I'm not a an American. I'm a, a Brit that has made his home in the Wild West. But uh, not wanting to to leave uh, the motherland behind, I am uh, going to be. I'm going to have, like, one of those, um, like, long kind of, like, western trench coat things that is my Wild West, but underneath I'm going to have a very kind of worn, sun-faded tweed waistcoat with a shirt, uh, some sort of, like, more sturdier uh, trousers that I've obviously had to get while I'm out here, standard kind of, like, boots, and on my head I'm going to have, like, a really, like, a crumpled, dusty uh, top hat that I came along with a a bullet hole in it, Uh, and I'm going to have those uh, tiny little circular spectacles that they used to have back then. Little wire-rimmed ones that kind of bend over your ears. Yes, that sort of thing. That uh, kind of like sit on my nose. And uh, yeah, and let's say, I'm going to have the, the, my, I've got two pistols uh, that are just like ridiculously, stupidly ornate. They look more like they should be sort of like for theatrical use, which but that belies their uh, their deadly purpose. <laughs> Can you have a pocket watch as well? Oh, I was I gonna. Like I was actually gonna have. Or... Yes, 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 definitely a pocket watch. That's like yeah, just in my waistcoat. Yeah, but it doesn't work. So you're like a cross between cowboy and like Wild West Railroad owner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the things that I've got from like they they're all been beaten up from. That's why the the, the stopwatch doesn't the the watch doesn't really work. But I keep it from. For like uh, kind of sentimental reasons, it's silver as well. So you know, if we ever need to to get some money, there's something I can sell for you know okay. scrap metal sort of silver kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I feel like um, I'm going to be playing cards in the back of the wagon, and Helen, you're welcome to join me, or I can be playing solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd, like, I'd like you to join me. I'll play cards with you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and uh, how how do you two appear? Uh, right, well, I am wearing a, a gingham dress uh, that's, like, got a white undershirt that's quite busty, because um, I think that might be useful later. I've, I'm wearing a brown leather waistcoat over the top, um, and I've got a brown leather belt that matches where I've got my, my weaponry, by which I mean my lasso, because my other weaponry is concealed. Um, which, also, worth noting, I have um, a garter on each leg, um, that works as like a tool belt. Nice. Cool. Cool. Um, and I've got a red bandana around my neck, um, and I've got some nice uh, brown leather boots that match the rest of my brown leather. 
Nice. And uh, you have a pet in the wagon? Yeah, I've got um, a tamed wild cat uh, called Tilly, who who has got a matching red neckerchief <laughs> on um, and a tiny cowboy hat. <laughs> um, she's not got the cowboy hat on her head. It's like strung round her neck mm-hmm. um, and like sits on her back between her shoulder blades. Um, she only wears it for like properly on special occasions. Casual, casual. Yeah, yeah, casual yeah, like, cowboy cat. yeah. Cash hat. When she's when she's performing as part of the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does she juggle? Uh, no, uh, but she does lots of tricks. Does she like when you're like doing your lasso round around? She jumps yeah, through the lasso through as you're the, spinning it. Yeah, yeah, and she can do some shooting tricks with you as well. Yeah. She can operate a gun despite not having opposable thumbs. <laughs> that could be useful later. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm playing cards because I'm a generous person. <laughs> <laughs> you're yes anding Ellie's suggestion. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I'm excessively elaborately dressed. Like I've got like a big purple hat and nice. a, and I'm like a really large cross, which like I shouldn't have, or maybe even it's just a rosary that I wear. And I've got like quite a posh dress on, but it's shabby. So I suppose it's kind of like Strat's eccentric look going on, but faded gentility. Absolutely. Is it what I, color is your dress? Probably also purple. Nice. But like slightly grey now because mm-hmm. it's not that clean. But like I did try and coordinate at some point. Are you two both playing fair at cards? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can't both cheat, so <laughs> for this game I'm playing fair. Okay. Helen's not. <laughs> uh, Helen, can you roll sly? For me, please roll both. Di- roll two six-sided dice and add them together, and add your sly statistic. My sly is zero. Not very sly. Oh, ten. Ten is a success. You successfully cheat at cards. Ellie doesn't notice. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Liv, you've swindled her. Were you playing for money? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would know. If you were playing for money, I would have been cheating. <laughs> the reason okay. I was thinking I wasn't cheating is because there's nothing to gain. Oh, okay. We're playing for matchsticks. Okay. I just really like them. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a thing for fire. <laughs> yeah, you, you clean out. You clean Ellie out of matchsticks. Yeah, got none left. Got none left. No fires for me. Yeah, and Ellie, you're left with the impression that Helen's just better at cards than you. Oh, that's fine. She's luckier. As no, is, I don't rely on luck. So. <laughs> as this is going on, Alex, uh, as we crest the pass, as the wagon crests the pass from that summit, uh, you see the road zigzagging gently down to where the ridgeline meets the plain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a wide river, thick with the gold of the incoming dawn, follows that border between the mountains and the scrubby desert that unrolls as far as your eye can see. Except, just a little downstream of where you're cresting the pass... Uh, where the river meanders out into the plain a bit and the ridgeline also thins a bit. Uh, it leaves an oval patch of land bordered on uh, by water on one side and stone on the other. And on that patch of land has sprung up a town, one that's not on any of your maps. You weren't expecting to see another town until you reached Purity, which is another day's travel down river. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, I, I shout back to the people in the wagon, town coming up, but... But it's not purity. Um, we're not. I'm not sure what town it is. It's not on the map. I wasn't expecting one. Guys, are you, do you know anything about this? I'm gonna like clamber out the 
back of the wagon and sort of like climb around the side so I can get up onto the... While we're moving. While we're moving. <laughs> I'm so wild. <laughs> <laughs> and, if um, you were going any faster, I'd make you roll for it, but mm, I think this is fine. Good. <laughs> I can sit there and have a look at it. Like, I don't know anything about this. Maybe it's a good place to uh, maybe stay for the night, though, rather than camping out. Who knows, we could even put on a show and uh, make a bit more money. Absolutely, no. Well, well up for that. I mean, what does everyone else think? Yeah, fine. Were we gonna, is it in the right direction? Or are we taking us a lot out of our way? No, I mean, it's, it's straight ahead. We're going, we're going th- we have to pass through it anyway. Good, I'm thirsty, let's stop. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> you Bye, also, Bernie. you can't make, up, make out much of the town from this position, but what you can see is that it appears to have a dock in the river, and you know that you need to head in the direction of downriver anyway mm-hmm. and you were expecting to have to go all the way over land but if there's a dock that means maybe boats go that right. way Ooh. so it might be a faster way to get to purity also the roads down the ridge line are going to take you pretty much to the gates of the town anyway well we we, we head to what well I, I direct the wagon towards um this new town um, do i see anyone on the way do i see anyone in the distance you don't see much activity. It's, it's dawn. Yeah. You don't see much activity in the town. As you get closer, you can start to make out individual features of the town. Uh, the first thing you, that you notice is uh, between the dock in, in the river and the ridge line, mm-hmm. the, the mountains, uh, there appears to be a narrow gauge railway, a very short one that mm-hmm. just runs literally through the main street of the town from the mountains to the dock. And there are uh, buildings in various states of, you know, so, some seem um, reasonably nicely built, some mm-hmm. seem pretty thrown together, some <clears> are still <throat> under construction, lining up the either side of that narrow gauge railway. By narrow gauge, I mean, like, maybe a foot or two wide. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a, ra- a train railway. Mm-hmm. This is something that would maybe, like, take a little wagon yeah. of, some, of some description down from the dock to something in the mountains that you can't see. As you draw closer, you start, you start to be able to make out what some of these structures are. Mm-hmm. Uh, near the ridge line, the, the first things that resolve themselves are what appears to be a corral, just a fenced area mm-hmm. with some horses in. And you do actually see one figure, one person uh, in that corral seems to be uh, trying to break in a horse. The other side of the, of the narrow gauge railway to the corral is a, uh, what appears to be a stockade, which is just an, a small complex surrounded by a fence of spiked logs. Okay. Um, just a sort of fenced in area that clearly there is something in there that somebody wants to keep secure. Mm-hmm. Now that those have become clear, uh, you're, you're far enough down the path, down the road, uh, that you can actually see what that railway line is leading to mm-hmm. which is what appears to be a mine entrance mm-hmm. in right. the um in the edge of the ridge line maybe there's gold in them their hills <laughs> <laughs> or at least some sort of ore deposit who knows sure that sounds less exciting but uh, let's go and talk to the man slash woman slash figure in the corral yeah, is, is yeah, the corral the, pr- the first thing that we're approaching, really? Yes, yeah. so you're approaching from the ridgeline, and okay. the um, the stockade and the corral are the, the first. The, the stockade, the corral, and the mine entrance mm. sort of form a little triangle. Okay, yeah. so we I, I direct towards the, the corral um, and sort of pull up just alongside and say, Howdy! 
as you're pulling up to the corral, the uh, the man breaking the horse notices you, and he he seems to panic, and he he tumbles off the horse and over the fence of the corral, oh. and starts running towards the stockade, yelling, "Catastrophe! Catastrophe!" Oh, well, what did what? what did you say? I'm terribly I, sorry. <laughs> I said howdy, and that was it. Um, it seems to have spooked this guy. Um, so I, I stop the the because I think if we pull any further forward, we're going to intimidate them further. It would appear. Um, so I, I stop um, and, and get off and approach um, the, uh, the the stockade, which is where the man has run to. He, so he hasn't made it there. Yeah. He's so if he's you, you you stop, you get off. He's he's making his way towards mm. the stockade, still yelling catastrophe. Um, is this like a Wild West name, like pure or like chastity and charity and stuff? No, is this a catastrophe. Catastrophe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine uh, naming your child catastrophe. <laughs> Awful. I obviously we hear all of this, mm. and uh, I am pretty. I'm pretty concerned that something's going to go down because mm. if he's yelling and running towards the thing, to me, I'm like he's going to go and get like an army of people, and they clearly don't want to see it. So I'm going to try and lasso him to the ground. Very good. Nice. <laughs> This is a good thing to happen at the beginning of the game. Cool. Uh, please roll uh, your lasso queen action. Okay, so I get a plus one for the lasso legend skills. Well, plus one for stoic, stoic which, is the, which is the stat you roll for lasso legend. Yeah, and he is not going to see this coming. Probably not. You were hidden in the wagon. <laughs> that, that so rope you, whips you, out you, from the yeah, back yeah, of the wagon. Yeah, I'm not even getting out of the wagon. I'm just gonna... <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Four, so that's five, six. So that's uh, that's a total failure. I'm <laughs> so first of okay. all, mark experience. Yep. You get to boost one of your attributes by one okay. immediately. Good start for you. Okay, well, I'm going to just go ahead and boost my sly stat up to so a three. You're, you're super mm-hmm. That's the highest that can go. Yeah, okay. And your your lasso completely misses him. It actually slips out of your hand. Oh, my God. Uh, and I shouldn't have over-moisturised. <laughs> <laughs> And he uh, nearly makes it to the stockade when uh, somebody comes out of the the gate in the stockade. So this man uh, that's been running from the corral uh, is it seems to be quite a young man, maybe mm. in his twenties, mm-hmm. uh, wearing a white cowboy hat, blue jeans. He's got a red neckerchief on. He jingles as he runs. He seems to be wearing quite old, rusty spurs. Mm-hmm. And the figure that comes out of the stockade uh, is wearing a, a black, wide-brimmed hat. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, a woman sort of medium height she wears she's wearing all black with a with long long skirts mm-hmm. uh, and she's carrying a rifle mm-hmm. and she says what's all this ruckus wood McHenry I I start um, moving towards the uh, the lady with the rifle with my hands up um, just saying sorry if we've caused any sort of like uh, any disturbance We've just rolled into town. Uh, is everything okay? Have we have we trespassed in any way? Wood McHenry points at you and says, "Catastrophe! Look, it's that posse. It's the posse from Purity. They're here. They're here." I'm not, the the posse from Purity. Uh, what 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 are you talking about? Catastrophe says, "What are you talking about, Wood McHenry? They ain't come from Purity. They come from over the ridge line. Purity's that way down river." I say precisely. What, what? Who is this posse from Purity that you're speaking about? Maybe we'll get to that. And she pulls the rifle on you. Oh, okay. Oh. At which point I say, I'm my hands up. I use my my gift as an inspirational speaker, and I say, <laughs> Madam, I'm sorry if we've caused you any offence. 
Please lower your weapon. We mean you no harm. How can we resolve this issue? Roll it. Okay. So, the law is on my side. It is. Um, I'm rolling on say. just, I'm guessing, possibly, hopefully. Maybe. Is that the stat you chose for that ability? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah um, in which case, yes. So, it's, is that plus two then? Yeah, plus so two for just. Plus one for the law is on my side. So, yes. plus three. Four, five... Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. That's a that's a full success. That's a full success. Hurrah! Right in your uh, under hold, right mm-hmm. catastrophe one. She lowers her she lowers her rifle. She's still got it up, but she's pointing it at the ground now, yeah. not at you. Sorry, just a precaution. We're all a bit on edge here. You could say I'm the law in these parts. It's my it's my job to keep this place to keep amnesty safe from from anyone who might mean us harm. Is this place amnesty? I ask. This is this is amnesty, yeah. Ah. Well, it's it's not marked on any maps. Is it a, a new development? Is this <laughs> a, is this settlement relatively new? Oh yeah, yeah. This place did only only cropped up recent. Like, what's it, what's your business here in town? We're just a, a humble band of travelling players um, who enjoy bringing entertainment and a little bit of light relief to the the people of. Of the areas in which we, we travel to, um, we, we we were just passing through on the way to purity and happened upon your uh, uh, upon amnesty. Um, are you in the in the sort of uh, market? Market, thank you. Are you in the market for uh, for for a bit of a light light show, a bit of entertainment? Goodness knows we could do with some uh, light entertainment around here. But, Fantastic. Uh, what? You say you're head to, headed to purity. That is correct. Yes. What's, what's your business there? Well, same again. We we we've just got another. We've got another booking, um, and uh, we're we're just heading heading that way to uh, make good on our promise. I think uh, I think you'd better meet the mayor. We'd love to meet the mayor. No, I think I think that's a, I think that's an absolutely fantastic idea. Mayors love us. He'll know where's best for you to for you to pitch up and uh, make your stage. Well, th- thank you very much. Um, can we can we take the the, the wagon further into town? Uh, yeah, yeah. Follow it. Uh, follow it along. Just uh, be careful of the uh, be careful of the minecart tracks here. Yes, no, we will. Uh, careful of your wheels. Careful of your horse's hooves mm-hmm. on the on the tracks. Okay, so so where 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 are we meeting the mayor? Uh, follow me. Just the other end of town. Okay, so um, I get back up onto the uh, to the, the wagon and follow catastrophe into amnesty. Um, I'm gonna rather than getting back on the wagon, I'm gonna. Like walk. I'm guessing she's walking alongside. I'm going to walk alongside catastrophe, and uh, I'm going to ask. So, what is it you uh, you mine up in in the hills there? Looks like quite the operation. Strat is distracting catastrophe. That's true. So, and I've not done anything to mean that she knows that I'm in the wagon. That's true. So I'm going to jump off the back and grab Ellie's lasso. Thanks. And I don't know. Maybe just walk along behind. Yeah, you can do I'm that. Looking. Yeah, are you are you trying to do it like are you trying to pick up the lasso without being seen, or are you just sort of jumping off and collecting it? Like, is there anything particularly surreptitious about what you're doing? My main motivation was us not leaving without it. Oh yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Yeah, I just didn't. What I'm, I just thought it's probably useful for catastrophe to be facing the other way, so it didn't mm. look I, I was bursting out because <laughs> I'm not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Great. So. Strat, yes. you want to ask, the que- ask your question again? <laughs> sure. I'd say, uh, so what is it you're uh, mining here? Looks like you've got quite the operation. Not, mu- not much of m- nothing just yet. Uh, there's, uh, there's supposed to be a, a, a vein of tin 
in these here hills. Uh, and the uh, the um, the mayor who we're meeting now, uh, Mr. Followill, he has uh, he has a claim on this uh, on this vein. Uh, but uh, we're we're a little short of uh, a little short of people to work that vein right now. So uh, we ain't hauling up much of nothing but rock right now. I see. Well, it's a fine enterprise. I'm glad you think so. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're ve- I'm very proud of this town. Yes. Looking around, it looks like the sort of place that you'd want to live, and I'm sure we uh, will we'll give you the best entertainment that you guys deserve. By this point, you're, you're heading along the high street, along uh, following the, the tracks, and uh, you start to see, you can see some of the other buildings in, in a bit more detail now. You pass uh, on the right, a uh, building with a, with a porch, um, which just sort of peeking through the window, you can see the glint of, uh, of green bottles that suggests that maybe liquor is served in this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other side, you see a slightly strange edifice. It's attempting to be a church, but it seems to be built in sort of two contrasting halves. It's, it seems to be being built from one side in and from the other side in, in two contrasting styles. Yeah. So on the mineward side, it's quite, uh, quite sort of Spartan and uh, austere. Uh, and on the other side, it's, it's taller. It seems to have the beginnings of bell towers that don't look like they're mirrored on the, the Spartan side. Uh, it has more sort of carvings and, and things and like more ornate uh, window frames where glass will soon go. Uh, what's the deal with the church? Oh, uh, there's a there's a some something of a disagreement going on between the uh, the architects. They they got on when they started building it, uh, and then they seem to be having uh, scriptural differences in its uh. Uh, in its final construction. Uh. They've been causing me no end of trouble. Oh, I bet. Ah, oh, the troubles. Well, I mean, once it's done, Amnesty will certainly have. Quite a unique church to pray in. I mean, I've seen a few cathedrals back home, but I can't say I've ever seen anything like this in terms of holy houses. Congratulations. <laughs> you're, uh, you're very welcome. Thank you. So is this the, uh, the mansion? Yep, so you, you just passed the church, uh, sort of around the back of the, the, um, what seemed to be the saloon. Um, you, you see um, uh, dwellings in various different states from uh, tents, to log cabins they seem to be like maybe the the residents have kind of each built their own place and it reflects the varying degree of skill that they all have in building mm-hmm. and the, sort of the levels of resources that they might all have um, on the other side uh, next to the church uh, you see a, a very nicely built uh, wooden building two stories with uh, something of a turret in one corner. It would be fair to call this a mansion by Western standard, by mm-hmm. wild Western standards. A catastrophe goes up to the front door and uh, knocks a lion-headed door knocker and says, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, you up yet? After a little while. Mm-hmm. Average, what time is it? Uh, well, it was dawn when you came over the pass. It probably took you half an hour to an hour to get down. So Okay, so he has a legitimate reason to be in bed. He's not just a really lazy mm. man. <laughs> the front door opens and there is a, a gaunt elderly man uh, in the doorway uh, with a very, a very thin spindly moustaches on both sides. Um, he, he's all dressed in charcoal grey um, and he's got the stub of, of a cigar in his mouth. Good morning, catastrophe. I was... At- I was in my office. Uh, what, what's, what's your business? Is that uh, uh, Dorcas and Sister Beth at it again? 
Uh, no, actually, we got, uh, we got some new arrivals in town. Uh, thought you might want to meet them, greet them, uh, see what they're about. Treat them. The two of them look at the four of you expectantly. Okay, so okay. you all hopped out of the wagon and yeah. just well, standing just looking. If any of you, if any of you want to have stayed in the wagon, that's fine. But otherwise, I, I get down off the wagon. I was already there, so I'm, I'm just gonna, mm. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna kind of like doff my top hat to him and just get mayor. Wait, I think I'm just standing there. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I approach the mayor, like raise my hat and say hi. My name, my name's Alex Lawman. Um, this is uh, the, the the band of players. We've we've just arrived. In amnesty, we're heading on the way to purity, and we wondered if, if you were in the market for a, a a bit of light entertainment, which is very much our business. We are always in the market for new and interesting people and new blood in this town. Well, that's just what we can we can provide. Where where would be the best place for us to uh, set up? Catastrophe said you would know the best sort of area for us to perform. Oh, tell me about the uh, what is the nature of your show? Well, it's 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 many things to many people. Um, we we have uh, a, a bit of gunslinging, uh, a bit of lasso trickery. We've got uh, animal antics. It's really very much uh, family fun for for everyone. Oh, a variety show. Very much so. Yes. Oh, the uh, the the mine workers would would love that after a a, a day uh, laboring digging tin. You could uh, you could set up uh, right by the uh, right by uh, Mars's saloon over there, oh, if fantastic. you like. It's pr- the uh, prime spot. Oh no, absolutely right right next to uh, where people can get a, a beverage in between. That is, that's perfect. <laughs> Interval drinks is exactly. always useful. Exactly. Well, f- feel free, feel free. And uh, is there anything you would uh, you would like to know about our fair town? I was I was interested by the uh, the stockade. Um, it seems to be quite heavily defended. What are you What are you keeping in there? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, uh, that's uh, this is catastrophe. Replies mm-hmm. says that. Uh, uh, well, this is a new town. We don't have uh, we don't exactly have anything in the way of a jailhouse. Okay. Uh, so if people uh, act out, that's where we keep them. Uh, but it was built to uh, contain the dynamite for blasting in the tin mine. Ooh. Need to keep that under lock and key. You still got it in there, where you keep the people that have been bad. Oh yeah, like I say, it's a small town. It's still growing. We have to things have to multitask. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, seems seems legit. If you've committed a crime and something unfortunate happens to you in there, that's very much your own fault. Uh, no, I can completely understand. Well, I think we should all sort of head round to uh, what was what was the name of the gentleman who ran the saloon. Uh, the, uh, the good lady who runs the saloon is oh. named Marcy May Stallone. Marcy May Stallone. Well, Marcy. we will we will head round to uh, Marcy's... Uh, Marcy. Marcy? 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 Marcy May. Okay. I'm Ma- not very Marcy's good with... not a name. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Uh, we will head round to the saloon and uh, um, hopefully meet uh, the proprietor when we arrive. It's... Uh, it's... Better than the Swedish accent, at least. <laughs> even, if, even if some words are unintelligible. Yes. We can, we can tell where you're from this time. <laughs> I'm going for a drink. It's very dusty in the Wild West. Are you parched? I'm parched. Well, there's nothing worse than being parched. As you, as you uh, move over and, and set up the wagon near the, near the saloon and Ellie gets ready to, to head in for a drink, uh, Catastrophe just uh, accompanies you across the tracks <clears throat> and says, you got to excuse Wood McHenry over there. 
he's uh, he's not the brightest in the uh, brightest tool in the shed, uh, and we're all on edge a little here. We we got word that uh, there's a, a a posse coming up river from Purity. We don't know who they got sheets on, who they're after. We just heard that they're they're coming and they're coming for someone here. We don't know who. It's got everybody a little bit on edge. Oh no. Uh, we don't know when to expect them. Just uh, when you're setting up your show, be be wary that that might be coming. And they they they're they're coming to find someone. These these are dangerous people. We don't know. We ain't got no detail in this in this message. We all we heard is there's a posse coming up the river from Purity to Amnesty, and they they got their eyes on someone. Okay, well we'll mm. keep an eye out. That's very, very mysterious. Very mm. mysterious. <clears throat> we should find out more about that. Yeah, I think I think so. Let's see if they know anything in the saloon because they often yeah. know gossip. What are the rest of you up up to in the meantime? <laughs> is this going to be a scene of just Ellie in the saloon? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to start setting up. Mm-hmm. Whatever for our show. Do you want to get um, around in then? Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. can. <laughs> bring, bring it out. I'm going to go in with Ellie and sort of loiter. Like, I'll come in, but I'll sort of survey near the doorway and, like, have us covered. You push your way into the saloon. You better believe the doors swing behind you because it's one of those. Them half doors. This, this building is a little dingy a little a little on the small side there's a couple of round tables with stools uh in the the area where you come in uh directly ahead there's a bar that uh goes all the way that stretches the the whole width of the building and behind the bar there are shelves with a with a strain with an odd mix of um liquor and sort of general food supplies mm-hmm. this place seems to double as a saloon and general store yeah okay Behind the bar uh, is a, a, a middle-aged woman uh, with blonde hair and a long queue, uh, wearing a cream dress. Uh, and at the bar, uh, sitting with her back to you, uh, apparently nursing a drink, is uh, a slight woman. Seems to be missing an arm. The arm, one arm of her dress is stitched over to cover the loss of an arm. Wearing a, you can see the, the strings of an apron tied uh, round behind her. The woman behind the bar, who you take to be the proprietor, pulls out a double-barreled shotgun and says, I don't know you. Who are you? What do you want here? Howdy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I am uh, Ellie West Desperado, and I'm here with a a troop of players, and we've just gone to see the mayor, and he's approved us doing a show in the town. So we're pitching up outside. This is my colleague. Helen Stetson. I'm just scowling. <laughs> and we were hoping we could uh, purchase some refreshments. You ain't with the posse? You ain't the law? Absolutely not. Nope. She puts the... Cautiously puts the shotgun away under the bar. I got liquor if you got coin. Oh yes, we have dollar. <laughs> I'd like... Uh, I'd like four of your best hooches, please. <clears throat> Uh, do you want to you wanna pick from the shelves? Sure. What have you got in these unlabeled green bottles? <laughs> oh, anything we anything you you want we we can get. I got a I got a guy in the stockroom in back who can get you any kind of thing stuff you wouldn't believe. Oh right. Well, I'd like a pina colada, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was thinking Malibu. Yeah, very much on the same vibe. <laughs> same get vibe. a Malibu and Coke. <laughs> 
a J2O. <laughs> Alex is driving. <laughs> Pina, uh, J2O, what's in that? <laughs> Forget about it. Can we have four whiskeys, please? <laughs> four whiskeys coming up. Thanks. And she starts pouring little uh, drams of sipping whiskey from, a, from an optic behind the bar. Oh, great. She says, uh, I'll be, uh, be four dollars. What? Seriously, four dollars. Matt, your prices are high. <laughs> okay, yeah. A dollar for a drum of whiskey is pretty damn good. Not the wild whiskey. You're welcome to negotiate. Would you accept two? Seeing as we're going to be here, and I'm sure we're going to be going through plenty of your drinks. You trying to? You trying to rob my establishment? Absolutely not. Uh, although if I were, you wouldn't notice. Um, <laughs> I would like to offer you two dollars for the drinks. On the basis that we will be back for plenty more. Call it a, a welcoming gift to the town. Roll hold, which for <laughs> this person is currently zero. Okay. Ooh, a nine. nine. A mixed success. Uh, so you can succeed and she'll, she'll give you the drinks for two dollars. Yeah. Um, but you're going to go down to minus one hold because she's going to she's holding a grudge. Oh, I don't want to do that. I want to be on her right feel, side. Yeah, she she would feel like you've swindled her or twisted her arm. Okay, I don't want to do that. I was trying to be charming, but that clearly wasn't working. So the the alternative is pay the four dollars or don't get any whiskey. Right, I'll pay the four dollars. I'll say I'm only joking. We would never we would never dream of giving you less than market price. Here's your four dollars and thank you. I'll tell you what, I'm going to open, if you're going to be around here a while, I'm going to open you a tab. Oh, that sounds Hold on great. to your money for now, I'll take it from you at the end of your stay. You're a wonderful woman, Marcy May. Oh, you know my name? You've uh, been talking to folks around town? <laughs> As I say, we did just go by the mayor's house, and uh, he was yeah. kind enough to put us in. My priority when we come to a new town is always to find out about the local brewer. Ah, you like you like you like to know people's business. I know that instinct. I like to know about the drinking business. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have any cheese? <laughs> hmm. I, mm, depends. I think we got some round. I think we got some in the back. Let me let me go look. Let me go ask. Thank you. <laughs> so good. She goes through a door behind the bar into a stockroom, and you're you're left with your. Four whiskeys, yeah, uh, and the uh, so far silent one-armed woman at the bar. Who now that you're closer to the bar, you can see she's also missing an eye on the same side, wearing an eye patch. Uh, well, I'm going to have a conversation <laughs> with her, or at least attempt to. <laughs> Sorry, I was going. I was considering trying to nick something, but I won't. You talk to the lady, and I'll stand I'm here. the one that's supposed wait, to be super sly. <laughs> I'll wait for my cheese. <laughs> <laughs> my cheese. Um, hello, stranger. How are you today? Not as drunk as I'd like. I know the feeling. I might drink all of these whiskeys myself and not take any out to our friends. <laughs> she raises her own whiskey and says, cheers. Cheers. Knocks it back. And I knock mine back also. I'm going to say, so, have you been in these parts long? I, I've, been, I've been here in town since, since buildings started going up, since the mine opened. Oh, right. And what, what do you do, roundabouts? I uh, sell uh, medicines. Oh, yeah. Manage the explosives. Got some chemical expertise. Have you now? Where mm. did you pick up all of those skills? You ain't been in 
town but a couple of hours, right? Correct. You might learn it's, uh, it's not polite to ask about people's pasts here. Oh. It's not done. I'm terribly sorry. I was just thought you looked like a very interesting person and wanted to know more about you. The, the past, the past. That's what we say here in Amnesty. Well, that is a saying. Good. Yep. Well, I mean, we're going to be doing a show uh, probably this evening if you'd like to come along and get some light relief. Forget about the past, etc. They're going to be drink. Well, I mean, we're performing it right outside here, so yes. I'll be here. Great. I mean, if you could go a few paces outside <laughs> and watch the show, that would be even better. But, you know, if you fancy it, spread the word. That would be great. Anyone comes by and they're chatty like you. <laughs> I'll be sure to mention it. Great. Thanks. Sorry, I didn't get your name. Uh, it's Janice. Janice. <laughs> I'm laughing in my head. <laughs> I don't laugh directly in her face. <laughs> and, who, and who are you? Uh, well, great to meet you, Janice. I'm Ellie West Desperado, um, and this is my colleague, <laughs> Helen Stetson. Nods. And uh, we're very pleased to make your acquaintance. Charmed. Good. That's what I was aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> Winner. Uh, Marcy comes back out of the uh, stockroom with a full cheese board. Oh my wow. god! Oh. There's an edam on there, a wedge of edam. There's a there's a brie. <laughs> there's there's cheeses you would not expect to see in the. I wild can't west. believe it. Oh. Oh. There's, a, there's a Cornish yarg. <laughs> there's a, yarg. There's a there's a nice blue that you can't immediately identify. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, a holy Swiss cheese, like you might see a little mouse trying to eat in Five All Goes West. Helen, select your cheese. I'm just awestruck. What a smorgasbord of delights you have brought us, Marcy. Take your pick. I think maybe a decent wedge of the Edam, because it's the least likely to get sweaty. Mm. She uh, She's sort of got her hands full of the cheese board and she sort of looks around and goes, you got a knife? Yes, affirmative. <laughs> She dumps the cheese board down on the bar and says, carve your own. So I'm going to cut myself a decent wedge about this big with the idea that we can have a bit of it each. That's very kind. (laughs) Delightful. (laughs) My priorities are right here. I don't know what you guys are doing. How much will that be? Uh, It's a dollar. Oh my god. Can we come into the okay. dollar shop? <laughs> <laughs> um, can we add that to our tab? Sure thing. I like the I like the look of both of you. You don't seem like you'll raise a ruckus. I hate ruckuses in my bar. We will avoid making a ruckus, Marcy. <laughs> you wanna you wanna you wanna raise hell, you take that out onto the street. You don't do that in here. Absolutely, you should put that on a poster. Sure thing. Might have to after that after the night we had. Oh no, what happened? This uh this guy been working in the mine, been working on the on the on the church for Dorcas. Uh he uh tried to start something in here. He got to he got deep in his cups, had to had to throw him out at gunpoint, had to bolt the place shut. I was worried he was gonna have to tool up and come back. Who is this guy? Uh new in town, been here a week or so, big scar down the down his face mm. and neck, wears a black hat. Scarface. Interesting. Did he have any friends or was he acting alone? Rolled up alone, hangs out with the mining crew, hangs out with the construction crew from the church, says his name's John. Ah, John Scarface. Okay. The 
picture you have on the wanted poster of Dogtooth Abe Skellum has a big scar down one side of his face onto his neck. Right, interesting. And um, so, have you seen John since? Do you know whereabouts he's he's holed up? Not since I threw him out and bolted the doors last night. He uh, he holes up in uh, one of the, I I think one of the tents out back is his. He hasn't built his place yet. I think he was going to stay, but uh, he's been hoarding materials off of the church construction to try and build himself a little place, but he's just in a tent for now, I think. Well, it sounds like he needs a bit of an attitude makeover, doesn't it? I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you see him, give us a shout, because we'll have none of that nonsense near our show, and we'd be very happy to help you out. I'm much obliged. Does this organ work that you've got in the corner? Oh, uh, it's actually a player piano. It's supposed to, you put the paper in it and it, and it plays itself. It's kind of busted. It, it plays out of tune. Oh, that's a shame. Maybe. You can try and give it a tinkle if you like. Yeah, why not? Now, Head, what are you going to try and play? <laughs> you hadn't thought this far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and uh, play a piece of my own creation uh, that sounds quite Wild West appropriate. Okay. Honky tonk. Yes. I feel, I feel like playing something Wild West appropriate is, is, would be wild, but I'll hear arguments to the contrary if you think it's something else. <laughs> I'm happy with what Yeah, got. okay, roll wild. Ooh, That's ten. Good. Hey, I've got one here as well. So, 11. Yep, yeah, yeah, total success. You, you actually have a little play with some of the keys, and you realise it's, it's out of tune in such a way that you can sort of play a semitone up, and it... <laughs> Is like playing in tune. Excellent. <laughs> it's kind of ex- it, like it's it's out of tune to a, a useful uh, degree. Great. And you you actually manage to play something that sounds okay. Cool. And, uh, Good for me. And you you hear Marcy's toes start tapping behind the bar. I'm having a little bop. I burst in. <laughs> <laughs> this guy with you. Uh, yeah, don't worry about him. He is with us. Um, Strat, there's a couple of drinks there for you and Alex if you want to grab them. Ah, uh, I certainly will. Keep those six guns in the holsters, partner. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> English politeness and Wild West's dialogue is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I, I only get them out of the direst situations. I can't imagine anything bad would happen in such a delightful establishment. <laughs> and I leave with the whiskies. Alex, you've started to hear, uh, after a few false starts, some uh, delightfully in-tune honky-tonk music coming out of the saloon. Um, I'm, I'm immediately intrigued by this. I've, I've finished putting all the wagon um, where we need it and making sure the horses are all tied up. And uh, and then I, I approach the, 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 the saloon just as Strat is about to approach the door and I sort of go, oh no, I'm, I'm coming in. So we turn around and come back in and I, I listen to the music. I'm like, Helen, that's fantastic. Tilly's come out to join as well because she likes the sound of the music. So she's sitting on top of the piano oh. while you play it. That thing tame... Super tame. She's wearing a tiny cowboy hat. You can't get more tame. I can see that. Getting clothes on cats doesn't historically go well. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, after months of training, it's um, settled now. We're very good at patching up claw marks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna offer Helen her whiskey. Just leave it on the top there. Sure. So we've got glass cat. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Danger. <laughs> but they'll be fine. So I'd come in and overheard the whole um, 
they're John with the, the scar, and it's sounding like it could be uh, Dogtooth Ape. So I'm wondering, guys, if maybe this posse that they've heard talk about coming to here is actually maybe not like a threat to the town, but they're also after our bounty. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, it's, uh, I think it was uh, Marcy that said they don't know if it's lawmakers or like or rebelly people that are coming. So mm. it could be that it's a band of police type people. Yeah. Or it could be pitchforks. Yeah. Either way, we don't want them to no. come before us. No, so. we want that sweet chocolatey coconut yeah. for ourselves. I'm still playing. We're in the corner. So yeah. People mm. can't hear what we're saying. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to draw crowds and provide cover at the same time. And these guys can do the planning. You're, the, you're still, you and Marcy behind the bar and Janice at the bar are still the only ones in here. Okay. It's still sort of a bit early for it to be filling up. So yeah, it's just breakfast time. Question. Is this bounty a dead or alive bounty? It is. Thousand yeah. dollars dead or alive? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, if it is him... Let's go murder him. <laughs> yeah. But we could do it in a way to like... Sorry, going and just like shooting him in his, his bed doesn't seem right. <laughs> and also Absolutely probably not, not possible. But... Maybe if we got along to the show, we could take him off guard. But we could oh. take him off guard just by going and getting him in, out of bed now. Oh, that's true. But we should definitely work out if it's him. So we need to go and yeah, find him. Yeah, we need to go and find him, him first. But we can't really do that without like asking people which tent is his. Well, they said that the, the, he hangs around with the, the people building the church and the mine workers. So why don't we approach both the construction workers and the mine workers to see if they want to come along to the show and hopefully he will be with them at the same time. So if we can get kind of... Is, is, is that a good idea? I mean, I, I think getting them all along at the same time would be a good thing. And at least we'd be able to identify whether or not it is him. Identifying target should needs to be the first <clears> thing we do, right? Just got to find a way of doing that. Role Players is produced by MJ Starling in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Search for the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your usual podcast service, and if you can't find it, let us know. We're on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and Facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers. Reviews and kind words are all very much appreciated, and we hope you'll join us again for our next episode. So you're wearing your blue trousers. M- no, I'm wearing my jeans, which just happen to be blue. Um, Skinny wearing... fit? <laughs> no. Bell bottom. <laughs> Stonewall? 70s cowboy. Um, no, I'm wearing... Billy, <laughs> you're the one from YMCA. <laughs> Aviators, the worst. Bare-chested. Black leather waistcoat. Chaps. Um... Would you like to accept that as canon? No. 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 Um, Certainly not the arseless chaps. Um, I didn't say they were arseless. I suggested it.